you've got to get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. If people are going to treat you better, you're going to find, yes you will, that you're as beautiful as you feel. Yeah, we got to meet some interesting people in the last couple of weeks. Last Sunday we met some people from Sydney. We go to a big church in Sydney, I won't tell you which one it is. And they came up here because they're thinking about moving up to start their family on the coast. So they were looking for a church where they could start their family, looking around. So they came here, they were invited here, and they came to one of the Easter services. We got to talk with them afterwards, we had dinner with them later. And you know, when we were leaving, they gave us the biggest hug, these two people, and they said, you are the most beautiful pastors we've ever met in our whole lives. That was so nice. And then we met Ruthie, you know, and she, she was an amazing young woman. And I just saw this woman. I just went, man, oh, man, I just want to speak into this girl's life. I want to see this woman rise up. I want to see her do all God's called her to do. And I just really spoke into her life. And then I also, I was praying for her yesterday, and I got a clear prophetic word for her. She's traveling, you know, she's traveling back to New Zealand today, I think. And I got a clear prophetic word for her, and I texted her a prophetic word. It was just so powerful, so strong. And then this morning, I got a text message back, and it said, Beautiful Pastor Julie, thank you so much. You've made my day. You've made my life. You've made it so clear for me what I need to do. I'm just so appreciative of you. You are beautiful, and I love meeting you. And I thought about that. I'm not, you know, it's not bragging or anything like that, but I thought... Isn't that the way that we, as people of God, are supposed to be perceived? That we are supposed to be the most beautiful people on this earth. And I'm not talking about outer beauty, you understand what I mean? I'm not talking about, you know, yeah, look, I look good with makeup on, look at me in the morning. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about beauty. I'm talking about beauty that comes from a heart that chooses to love in every situation. A heart like, I, what was that movie? It was uh, Hayley Mills. It was called Pollyanna. Anybody see Pollyanna, that movie, Pollyanna? Lisa loves that movie. Look at her. And she, and she, Lisa, I love that hat. It goes with my top. Yeah. No, it's all right. You can have it. I don't do hats good. No. Anyway, but I might use you later as a sign to wonder. But I love that movie, Pollyanna, because in that movie, she just had this thing about her, this little girl, that she said, you always look for the good in people. You always got to find the good in people. If you look for the bad, she said, you'll find it. But if you look for the good, you'll always find it too. Even in the worst people that present the worst. And there was a, in that movie, there was this grumpy old lady, who remembers that? And she was in bed all the time, oh dear, oh my, you know, she was just like grumpy all the time. She was always, you know, she was hypochondriac, so she'd get attention. And, you know, and, and Pollyanna, she came in and she got one of these, um, was it her that she did or was it the old man? Yeah, it was the grumpy old man, the grumpy old man. And he just was locked up in his house and he never wanted to come out. And he, they thought he was some sort of warlock or something and all the kids were scared of his dark house and they, and she went there and this, you know, if he comes to the door, he's going to chop your head off, all the kids were saying. He's so awful, he's so grumpy. And she went to this house and she looked at this girl, like, what do you want, little girl? You know, and she said, oh, I just want to come in. I just want to say hello. And then she bought, you know, didn't she, she these little, what were they, like, um, 
crystal, like crystal. And they would hang them up and they would make all these rainbow colours on the walls. And then she would go the next day, they would hang more up. And all these crystals that would hang up, they would begin to bring light and colour and rainbows into the life of this dark house, into the life of this dark heart. And that, that man ended up falling in love with this little girl and she ended up bringing him out into the community and was able to draw him out to love people and to forgive and to let all his hurt go. So then she took the crystals, didn't she, into the old lady's house who was real grumpy, didn't want to get out of bed. What do you want, little girl? And she goes in and she hangs the crystals up. She said, I just wanted to bring some light into your house. I just want to bring light into your house. I want you to see the colours of the rainbows. I want you to see the colours and, and the light that these crystals have as they reflect the light on the walls. And she hung them all over this lady's room. The lady just goes, so beautiful. you know. And that lady got out of bed and she got better because a little girl chose to see the good in people. The little girl chose to be a beautiful person. And, you know, so often I just, I'm so grieved because I see that and I hear that Christians can be the meanest people. I've heard people say, don't employ Christians. They're not faithful. They don't turn up. They want, to, they want everything for nothing. Like, please, God. Please, God, change us. God, change us. We are the light of the world. Just like those little crystals in that old lady's house, that's what we are. That's why I wore this top today. Sparkly. Abraham, God said this to Abraham in Genesis twenty-two seventeen. He said this, I will surely bless you. Oh, you should see this pulpit. It's like the light's reflected off my top and I've got like all this. Whoa. <laughs> so cool. You should see it from up here. It's all awesome. Anyway, he says, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. I will bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And I thought about that, that we are supposed to be like stars in a dark sky. Have you ever, have you ever like been out on a really, really dark night and just look up at the stars? I mean, they're just so amazing. The darker it is, the more incredible the stars look. Is that right? And the more numerous they appear to be. Like, I remember when I went to Uluru, like Azrock, Uluru, and there it's just like barren desert land and everything. And I was standing out at night just looking at the sky. I could not believe it. I mean, the stars were just like, it was like there were so many more thousands of millions of stars that I never saw on the central coast because it was just so much darker and it was so much more vast, the sky. So amazing. And so we live in this place, this, this place of darkness, and we are, as Abraham's descendants, supposed to be as numerous as the stars. In fact, we're supposed to shine like stars. We're supposed to stand out in a dark place like lights in the darkness. Amen? Daniel 12.3 says this, Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen? That's an awesome scripture, isn't it? I mean, I mean you know what? It's like, it's like 
every time that we are kind, that we are loving, that we are generous, especially to those who don't deserve it. See, Jesus said, if you do it to the least of these, you do it to me. You touch Jesus. If you touch Jesus with love and compassion by touching another human being, you will begin to shine. Your shining doesn't come from your own trying to shine. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just be a good person and I'll just be, you know, I'll be nice and I might give a hundred bucks every now and again or whatever. You know what I mean? But your shining comes out of sacrifice. It comes out of a place of sacrifice, something that costs you. It's like the purification of gold that goes on inside you. And, and, and the Lord talks about fine gold, fine silver, that we're being refined and purified and made beautiful and made pure and made whole so that we can touch this earth with the light of the very face of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because he is the light of the world. Is, that, is he the light of the world? That means that I'm a little light, Luke. I'm a little light. Yeah. There was a little Sunday school, wasn't it? Song that they used to sing. This little light of mine. Sing it. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Do, 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 do. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Yeah. Don't hurt it under the bushel. Or something, anyway. <laughs> you tell I didn't go to Sunday school. No, I didn't. But I love that song. Gonna let it shine. Amen. Isaiah 60 says this. Arise, shine. Arise. Do you know Isaiah 60 is a prophetic scripture that has not yet been fulfilled? Theologians will tell you that Isaiah 60 has not yet been fulfilled. Many of the prophecies in Isaiah have been fulfilled, the prophecies about the Messiah, the prophecies in Isaiah of the coming days, but this scripture, Isaiah 60, has not yet been fulfilled. Why? Because there's a day coming on the earth when God is going to unveil his glory and the glory of God will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. How is the glory of God going to cover the earth? When we unite together as one great light. Amen? When my light touches your light, and that light touches another light, and we choose to be lights together. I think J. John said something so wonderful, a quote that he said. He said that none of us have got it together, but together we've got it. And you know, we can get so critical of each other, and of the people out there that we're trying to say, we can get so judgmental. But always, I think, but for the grace of God, go I. He rescued me. And if he hadn't rescued me, what would I have been? Would I have been that bum on the street that I walked past? You know what I mean? Would I have been that drug addict? Would I have been that wayward woman? Would I have been that single mum with six kids to six different fathers? So every time I walk past someone, every time I'm with someone, I just think, but for the grace of God, go I. Jesus, rescue. Jesus, save. Oh, yeah, but you know, you don't understand. 
my Christian brother, my Christian sister, they, they, they just haven't got it together. I mean, they just don't live the standard that I live. You know what? The Bible says in that situation that you're supposed to carry them. His old song says, He ain't heavy, he's my brother. Yeah? Jesus talked about throwing them over our shoulders and bringing the sheep home, covering them with grace. How dare we not cover people with grace when we have been given grace ourselves? Amen? So beautiful. We've got to fight for this stuff. We've got to fight to be beautiful people. You've got to fight every day to put your feelings aside, to put your stuff aside, to put your junk aside, to put your crap over the side and walk out into the world and be beautiful. That's why I said that song. You've got to wake up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart and people are going to treat you better. You're going to find, yes, you will, that you're as beautiful as you feel. You need to get with God every morning and dump your junk on him. Put it at the feet of the cross. Not walk out into the world with an attitude because you couldn't pay the electricity bill and you walk past a lost person. You know what I mean? That person doesn't know you're having a bad day and that yesterday you were beautiful and today you're ugly. They need to know that you're beautiful right now. Right now is the day of salvation. Right then might have been their moment that God was calling them home, but you were too ugly to see them. Your eyes were shut because you were so focused on your ugliness. But we've got to overcome our fleshly natures. We've got to overcome the world. 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 And we've got to love anyway. We've got to love and we've got to see the good in everything and everyone. Everything and everyone. Kick them up. Amen? You know, I would rather stand before Jesus on the last day and say, Jesus, my brother sinned and fell short of your glory and fell and he was on the ground and I went to my brother I prayed for him, I washed his feet with my tears, I threw him over my shoulder and I dragged him back home. I'd rather be that person than the people that walk up, give him a good kick while he's down. I thought he was going to fall. I saw it, I prophesied it. Church, you listen to me. I played a witch once, Puffin Stuff. Who knows? H.R. Puffin Stuff. You know the really ugly witch? I had this huge nose and this huge chin. They fell off while we were shooting all the time. You know, and they'd be doing one scene and, and, uh, and they had to come and stick my nose back on. I go, yeah! That was me. Anyway. Bit of trivia for you. <laughs> Just shows you that beautiful people can be ugly as well. Amen. I had a big wart there as well. It was just awful. Anyway, all you young people wouldn't have known that show. Who knew HR Puffin stuff? 
A few older people, yes. Matthew 4.6 says this, 4.16, Matthew 4.16 says this, The people living in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned. And I believe that Isaiah 60 is about to be fulfilled in our generation, in this time. And that's why the enemy is so desperately trying to make Christians uglier. And, he, and he's giving you heaps of stuff going down your life so that you'll get uglier. You know what I mean? You know, finances are hard and marriages are breaking up and this is happening. He just wants to make the church as ugly as he can get it because there's no way he wants this prophecy to be fulfilled. Let me read it to you, Isaiah 60. Arise, shine. And in, and in the Amplified it says, Arise from the prostration and depression that circumstances have held you in. And Jamie's saying it this morning, Above my circumstances, you I worship. Amen. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes. Look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carrying on. And they will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth of the seas will be brought you and the riches of the nations will come. There's a day of arising and shining. And I come. God says he does nothing without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. And I come in prophetic word and say to you, it's time to shine. It's time to be beautiful. It's time to be kind. It's time to be nice. It's time to be sacrificial in your love. It's time to give all that we've got and get out of our own selfish lives and do something for the kingdom of God on this earth. Amen? So how do we shine? How do we shine? Number one, we shine by reflecting the face of God and not my face. Amen? And God, you know, Reinhard Bonk, he says this, the eyes are the windows to the soul. And every now and again, Jesus looks out the windows and waves at mankind. In what I want my eyes to do, there was another song I used to sing, wasn't it, Phil? And, and I've seen so many things in my life, it said, but nothing has touched me so deep inside as when I see Jesus in your eyes. I want my eyes to shine with Jesus. I want to shine the very face of God to humanity. I want to be the father they've never had, the mother that they've longed for. I want to be the sister that wasn't there for them, the brother that needed to hold them up. Amen? I want to be the child that never spoke well of them. I want to be the family that they never had. I want to be the kind word when all they've had is critical words. I want to be the, the oil of joy when all they've seen is sadness. I want to be the kindness and the giving when all they've seen is taking. Amen? That's the church of the living God. We reflect the face of God. Number two, we stay pure. You know, light is pure. Light is pure. 
The scriptures say that there is no shadow in God, there is no shadow of turning. And the more that we can get in the presence of God, reflect his light, the more that we can keep our lives pure and clean and holy and righteous and good at the core. See, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if my heart is good, if my heart is pure, if my heart has has no sin, if my heart has no judgment, no jealousy, no offense, if my heart is pure, then what's going to come out of my mouth and out of my face is pure light. And so that's the second thing. We reflect the face of God. Number two, we stay pure, for light is pure. And number three, we just be beautiful people. We choose to be beautiful people. We choose every day to be beautiful people. I mean, I had, I won't tell you, I had two little girls in my house yesterday, I won't tell you they are. And, you know, they were going, oh, you know, so-and-so, rat, 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 and so-and-so, rat, rat, rat. And I walked in, I said, you know what? I want you to say three good things about that person right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's got nice hair, she's got nice clothes. No, no, I mean things about the person. Three good things. And that's the rule in our house. If, if, you know, Phil and I will not, we refuse to be negative about anyone. We will not speak behind anyone's back. We will always speak well. And if we do, we pull ourselves up, we test ourselves, we repent, and we cleanse our house of that filth because demons will attach themselves to that and destroy your home. Amen? So whenever you're thinking a negative thought about someone, just do a Pollyanna and think three good things and speak them out. Speak them out. And, and don't, don't, don't judge people by your standard. You know what I mean? Like I did a CAPS course once, that's child abuse prevention. We were trying to stop children being abused by their mums because their mums have breakdowns and they can't cope. And so I did the course because I want to be able to help these mums, you know. I want to be able to go into their homes. And one of the things they did, they showed us these videos of people's homes. And they asked us the question, what would you do if you walked into this house? And they were the filthiest houses you've ever seen in your life. And of course, most of the women said, oh, I'd clean it up for her. That would make her happy. And they went, no. Don't try and make people come to your standard. Go and sit in their mess and make them a cup of tea in a dirty cup and love them. Amen? I know Nathan Deves, his mum, you know, when, when, when she first got saved, she, was, she had that phobia of not being able to go outdoors, you know? And so she wouldn't come out. And so beautiful Fleur Cairns, beautiful Fleur Cairns and a group of women said, she won't come out, we'll go in. And for three years, they went to her house and did Bible studies once a week with her in her filth, in her mess, in, in amongst the dogs and the cats and the whole thing going on. They sat in it and they did Bible study with her for three years until one day she walked into the church building, a free woman, free of her fear of man, because someone loved her. Beautiful people. You've got to be beautiful people. Amen. You know, there's a scripture that says, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news. How beautiful on the mountains 
are the feet of those who bring good news. My question to you tonight is, are your feet beautiful? When you go to walk, are you walking in beauty? Are you, are you bringing, are your feet bringing good news? Are they bringing beautiful news? Are they bringing kindness in love? Are they bringing the true gospel of Jesus Christ? See, Jesus didn't come and stand on a big mountain and say, I am the Messiah, come. And everyone must worship me because I have come from God and now I'm here. No, he went down into the street and he walked with beautiful feet. And he walked through the people and he touched and he loved and he healed and he transformed and he went to the worst people first and he lifted them up and he looked into their eyes and he made them live because they saw that somebody loves me and it doesn't matter what I've done or who I am. Somebody sees me. Amen. And we've got to go with beautiful feet looking for them and eyes of Jesus looking into their souls so I see you I see you behind that dirt I see you behind that sin I see you behind that swearing I see you behind your attitude I see you behind your business suit I see you behind that six kids that you're hiding behind I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you and guess what? God sees you through my eyes and God speaks through my mouth and I'm going to love you with the love of Jesus Christ and I'm going to love you until you just give in and love him back. Amen? Amen. You know, there's something that we can do. We have a, we're the light of the world, right? We're the light of the world. Okay, so here I am, I'm... Yeah. I'm light. Right, I've got a light. Okay. Doop, 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 doop. So as I walk around, there's actually a light that people can see, but they can't see it in the natural realm, but they see it. I remember once a couple of witches came into our church and they got saved. And I remember I asked them, what's it like? What's it like being around Christians? They said, we used to go, because they lived in Wyong, they said, we used to go walk in Wyong and if we saw a Christian coming, we would have to cross over the other side of the road because the light was so intense, it would blind us. Even on the worst living Christians, the ones that were living not the lifestyle, the light was so bright we had to cross the road. If someone came down the street that was actually baptised in the Holy Spirit, living every day with God, shining the love of God, we have to go a block away, we couldn't stand it. We'd want to scream because the light would be that bright, it would be just unbearable. So here I've got this little light here. Now, did you give me that little pink break? Yeah. Now, what happens is I've got my little light, but, but you see, the Bible says that the anointing that I've given to you remains. So I've got my light, I've got the love of God on me, and I've got an anointing that I can not just touch people with, but I can leave an imprint of God on their lives. So just come here for a minute, Jamie. 
So, got to work this out now. So, just put that there for a minute, over your head, yeah. Okay, now just, just chill the lights for a sec. Okay, this is me, just cut the lights. Okay, lights. And so this is me, I've got my little light, right? And so I'm going, doo doo doo, and I'm going to go, I'm going to walk with my beautiful feet in this darkness to a person who's living in darkness. Now my light shines on her. No, don't turn that on yet. You just don't mess with my props, girl. And so my light shines on her and it goes, ooh. See that? Ooh. And she goes, what is it about you, woman? Like there's something on you. And then I start to speak into her life. I said, you know that you're beautiful. You know that God, you know, you're just amazing. Da, 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 da. And then what happens? I lay hands on her or touch her, even just touch her on the shoulder and say, you're cool. And what happens is that I impart something and I leave a light so that when I'm gone and my light is gone, she, God is left to hound her. There's an, in, there's an impartation. Turn your light around, Jamie. There's an impartation of light because he says, my anointing remains. So after I've gone, I've left a deposit of something in her life where God is going to hound her. God is going to come after her and she's not going to be able to. Thanks, lights on, lights off. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, look at that. Flashing. That's the Holy Spirit, Jamie said. Oh, thanks, Jamie. Anyway, Jamie shines an amazing light anyway. So she's amazing. So well, I want to just demonstrate this. So I'm, I'm going to ask everybody to just come and stand right along this order. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not going to lay hands on people and stuff. I just want to demonstrate what light's about. Everybody come. Everybody come. And I'm just going to ask all the ushers to hand out those candles for me. I just want to show you something. I want to show you what can happen... If people make a choice to be beautiful people and to shine a light in a dark place, come right forward. Let's fill it all up. I want everybody down. Come forward. Fill it up. Okay, I'll hand all those things out. Don't light any candles yet. Right. Just quickly, quickly, quickly. Run, run, run. Pass along. Go, go, go. Okay, somebody come and move this for me. Two strong strapping. There's one strong. There's another one. Just move it back up here for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no, I won't have one. It's just... Get these guys, Scotty. Okay, now move far enough away from each other. You're not going to burn each other, right? No fires, all right? No fires, no fires. Okay, somebody turn those lamps off, please. All the lamps off. No, not the lights, the lamps. Not the lights yet. All the lamps. All other lighting in this building. Okay. All right. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to turn the light out and I just want you to see what happens when people choose. Who's choosing tonight to shine a light? Anybody choosing? Choosing. Okay. Okay, lights out and I want the ushers just to come and light these candles and you watch the way this grows. You watch it. Start at both ends, guys. Go to the other end. Someone start the other end. Lighting, lighting. Light other people. When you've lit yours, light the person next to you. Hey, all these people.
people over this side. Look over that side. What's happening? Oh, a great light. A great light is shining in the darkness. Amen. Here it is. Come on. All the sound people, come down here. Get a candle. Get in the light right now. Everyone at the back. Every worker I want down here with a candle in their hand. Quick run. That means you, Tim Cobb, everybody. I want them all down here, everybody. No, no, just the people. Yeah. Everybody down here. Jilly, can you sing that song for me? So cool, so cool. I mean, speaking of light, you know, I met, um, is it Demonica and Paul this morning? Dominica, I'm going to get it right. And man, oh man, do they shine a beautiful light from their lives. Oh my gosh. I was blessed after speaking with you, honestly. I went away feeling you'd given me something. It was really beautiful. Thanks for sharing with us this morning. Okay, are we all lit? Are we all here? Yeah. All the sound people come down here. Down here, in the midst of the people, please. Don't worry about what's happening out there. Can you sing that song for me? Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Yeah. I'm just going to get Julie to sing this song. And listen, people, have a look around. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Philip, be quiet. Can you see that? See that? Ooh, it just got power then. Can you imagine what it would be like if we just went out into a dark place and we decided to be beautiful people? We made a choice not to just be beautiful people to the lost and then be ratbags to each other. Forget that. That's hypocrites. That's a hypocrite. Amen. We don't have hypocrites in this church. I don't know of any. I know of beautiful people that 